Chapter 11 of Conciliatory or Irenical Animadversions on the Controversies Agitated in Britain under the Unhappy Names of Antinomians and Neonomians by Herman Witsius. Translated by Thomas Bell. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Whether repentance precedes the remission of sins. But this also deserves consideration, whether sorrow for sin, penitence, and repentance, or a purpose to live according to the will of God, go before justification and remission of sins as a disposing condition, prerequisite on the subject. And here the simplicity of Scripture is far more acceptable to me than all the subtleties of the schools which minister questions, rather than godly edifying, which is in faith. Doubtless the matter stands thus as soon as a principle of new life is infused into the adult person by the spirit of grace immediately spiritual acting of every kind springeth up from that principle actions so pervading and exciting one another that so mingled in their exercise that they can scarcely be distinguished in practice and as difficult is it to determine which is first in time which last surely it is not possible but that the soul quickened by the spirit should in that supernatural light wherewith it is illuminated both see itself defiled and undone with innumerable sins and see christ full of grace truth and salvation such a view cannot but cause both that with shame and sorrow it be displeased with itself and with ardent desire be carried out unto christ hence arises the receiving and accepting of christ that it may be delivered from the filthiness and guilt of its sins now it cannot receive him for justification except at the same time it received him for sanctification nor receive him as a priest to expiate sin unless it also receive him as a king to whom it may submit in order to obedience whence it follows that the act of faith whereby we receive christ for righteousness cannot be exercised without either a previous or at least a concomitant repentance and a purpose of a new life if therefore faith go before justification as we have lately asserted the same must be said of repentance springing up together with it from the same principle of spiritual life further this penitence and repentance may be considered two ways either as it is a privilege of the covenant of grace and the fruit of christ's merits and thus according to the divine dispensation in the order of nature at least it goes before that other privilege of personal justification and the actual forgiveness of sins or as it is man's duty and so required by god as an act to be performed by him in order to obtain pardon not that it anyhow merits pardon or gives any one a right to pardon but that at least it shows the man that he is effectually called and regenerated is in that state to which alone pardon is promised i rather choose to stop here than to trouble myself and others with the unprofitable subtleties of vexatious disputes for in this matter the highest honour is done both to the free grace of god and to evangelical piety and at the same time the mouth of calumny is stopped End of chapter eleven